Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Ruben. Hi, Teddy. <laughs> Welcome to the first mini-sode of 2024. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to call this It's not like a real episode But like a mini intro to 2024 It is the 3rd of January And we basically skipped like all of December What did we do in December? Um, we went on holiday To Bali Yeah And now we can all agree that Bali is like a really spiritual place and we spent like what almost two weeks there. Yes, drinking lots of spirits. <laughs> we were there for a festival, um, and I went surfing. And we spent almost two weeks there. And on our second last night, on our last night in Bali, we stayed in what I guess a lot of people would consider a haunted villa in Changu. Changu. What happened was one of our friends rented this beautiful villa and the reason that they abbied and beat it was because it was supposed to be like a smart villa, you know, like all Wi-Fi and it had offices because some people had to like work on this trip. Everything was controlled by the Amazon Echo. Yeah, and... So let me like tell you what happened from the start. So we had this long ass drive from Jimbaran where the festival was to Changu. And by the time we reached there, we were like pretty pooped. And we get off the little van and then we start like, we input the number into the smart key lock. And guess what? What? You don't have to guess you are there. (laughs) (laughs) The number didn't work. No way. Yeah, so we had to call the Airbnb person and she let us in through the service door. So that was like the first thing that like was unpleasant. And the, the curious thing is that we were all reflecting on this afterwards. And we realized that nobody knocked the door first. Because, you know, when you visit a hotel or an Airbnb, the first thing you should do is knock the door. True. <clears throat> but we were trying to get in so furiously. I'm sure we, like, banged on the door to <laughs> <laughs> No, <open> it. <laughs> I think we just went straight to the keypad. We didn't, like, knock the door. Right. Okay, so we get in. And the Villa Wi-Fi was not working. So we... The first thing we did was, like, try to get in. But, like... The Wi-Fi was like, you could connect, you could like log in, but you yep. couldn't like load anything. Yeah. And then I think over the course of the night, you went from being like a little sick, like medium sick, mm-hmm. to like really, really sick at night. Yeah. But yeah. that's probably all the spirits. <laughs> the other kind of spirits. <laughs> yeah. And then um, 
Ruben didn't hear this, but I did. There were these like frogs that were croaking, like croak, 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 and it sounded like help me, help me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear this. I d- I don't know how croak, croak. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, me, but so yeah, one thing that was like, I guess pertinent to this story is that. The villa itself was next to a field and it was across a field. So it was like surrounded by fields from like two angles. And I feel like that's, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that's a bit of like a dodgy thing. Do you know what I mean? Like why is that land undeveloped or like, oh, is there still like grass, rice spirits still living there? You know what I mean? Like, like Stephen oh, yeah. King's in the, Into the Tall Grass. There's like many rice paddy fields. Yeah. But oh, and they had actual rice. Yeah, it was rice. We saw the rice. Yeah, that YouTube. was pretty cool. The real scary thing that happened to us was we went to sleep like not too late because Ruben was kind of sick. But at about 3 a.m., a little bit past 3, because I know I checked the clock on my phone after this, the curtains just closed like because they were smart curtains. But these aren't like the echo-controlled smart curtains. These are smart curtains that you actually have to touch. Mm-hmm. It was like a button. The curtains closed in the middle of the night and the light turned on on specifically my nightstand, not Ruben's nightstand. Mm-hmm. And then so I woke up and I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? And I made him wake up too. And I was like, okay, we're going to sleep with the lights on because like, why would I turn off the lights after this? And so the next morning, we had a chat with uh, the friend in the room right next to us. And she said that her curtains opened and closed and her lights turned on, like not just her bedside lamp, but her shelf lights turned on like three times that night at different times. So like it wasn't like a single command. So it was like once at like 1am, once mm. at 3am, once at 4.30am. And we continue talking about this and then like the the third friend comes in and he's like, hey, my blinds like pulled up in the middle of the night too. And mm-hmm. he was in the master bedroom on the ground floor. Yeah, so it's like three different rooms. Three yeah. different rooms at three different times. But like, we all agreed that it happened once at least like at 3 a.m.-ish to all of us. Right, yeah. Yeah, so that was really, really dodgy. And the weird thing is that maybe if this was a completely new Airbnb or if this was like a, a lowly rated Airbnb, I would be like, oh shit, we, we did this to ourselves. Right. But this Airbnb was like apparently like almost five stars with like lots of great reviews. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it's quite well reviewed. Um, yeah. It I was hmm? someone should have checked whether anyone else complained, you know, like the stuff was moving by itself. Exactly. Like, or maybe uh, they they reviewed the Airbnb well cuz like it was well kept and it was very pretty and it was very clean, but like they privately commented to the owners that like some dodgy stuff happened okay and so all this i think can be very fairly explained away by a dodgy internet connection or like delayed internet connections even though we've never actually experienced that usually if there is a delay it'll like all happen at once it wouldn't be spread out you know what i mean Mm, right one of our friends so so in the afternoon we all came in and then we all left again because we went to get like massages and snacks and everything because Kango is just like in the middle of everything and so this is like a three-story house with the master bedroom on the ground floor so one of them went to the the ground floor to take a look at everything the bedroom that he would be sleeping in 
And then he saw a tall figure that was like moving and looked like he was taking photos. And then he thought it was Ruben because Ruben is like the other tall guy there. He saw a shadow. Yeah. He didn't see like a figure. He saw like a shadow. Like a shadow. And like the stairs, I think. Yeah. And at that point of time, uh, Ruben and I were either upstairs in our bedroom or like just not in the house at all. Probably not in the house at all. He walked to the shadow. But when he turned the corner, like at the point of which you'd expect to see somebody standing there, there was nobody there. Hmm. And that was the creepiest thing. And he only told us about it after we checked out of the Airbnb. So... That was what we did in December. We <laughs> stayed in. Oh, and, and then after that, uh, so this was like a group of eight people, right? Yeah, about eight, yeah, about eight, yeah. Everybody started like falling sick like one by one. Like people started going down. Like Ruben was already sick. Then I got sick probably from Ruben's sick. But then like people who weren't sick at all before the house, they got like hella sick. Mm-hmm. on the flight back and somebody got COVID but the rest of us didn't get COVID only that one guy got COVID yeah so the guy probably got COVID on the flight because I assume there was like a big spike in yeah. COVID cases in December but then could it be that the house ghost was like COVID <laughs> for you <laughs> no I don't think so <laughs> I think I was sick because of the music festival more than anything yeah um, so what else happened in Bali? So uh, while we were at the music festival, which was at Jimbaran, I went surfing like almost every morning. So I surfed in two places. I surfed in Jimbaran Beach, which on the like just one day because it had like really mushy waves. But from Jimbaran Beach, which honestly I spent a lot more time lying on the board than surfing. Yeah, you could see the Intercontinental, which is where the Bali Hotel murders earlier this year took place. Mm-hmm. And I was chatting with the surf instructor who obviously like was there for the for the period of time this happened. He apparently chatted with some of the hotel staff and they have a very different theory as to what happened. So officially the case has been solved and this is all just like speculation and rumors, but like it was very interesting to hear what the locals thought of it. Right. What he said was that like they all thought that there was a third man involved, like a third party. Like, so the girl was with her boyfriend in another hotel. She moved to this hotel, hooked up with somebody else, and this extra person, like, you know. Mm. Yeah, because there were some weird um, things was, about how the guy was stabbed. stabbed exactly, who stabs himself in the in the back and in the legs and, and everything. Mm. Weird, weird. Oh, I also went on a cruise. <laughs> it was not Genting Dream, it was Genting Disappointment. <laughs> but people do say that the, between the two that come to Singapore, so Genting and Royal Caribbean? Yeah. I think the, generally the reviews for Royal Caribbean are slightly better. Like um, genuinely, they told us to shop at 4 o'clock. But if we actually showed up at 4 o'clock for boarding, we would have gotten on the cruise at like, 9pm or something. Yeah, so they don't give you clear instructions as to when you show up. And when you do show up, they corral you into sections, which makes absolutely no sense. I mean, I can see why they mean it to be a crowd control measure, but then what was the point of giving people scheduled show-up times if you're just going to make people sit around and wait anyway? So even the first people who showed up when the boat was ready, they weren't allowed to go in until a set time so that was very confusing because i know in other cruises if you let's say show up early and the boat is ready they'll just let you on 
But no, they had this thing making people go section by section on. And on the boat, it was like, I think massively understaffed because a lot of the free attractions, like they just couldn't be be bothered to staff it. But like the casino was very fun. (laughs) But I'm sure that's because they make money from the casino. And so here's the dodgy thing. When you are disembarking, right? They do the exact same thing. They They make people go section by section in the theater and then guess what they do uh? this is this is this is such a money grab guess what they do they sell you stuff they sell you um like the essentially scratch tickets but instead of scratch tickets it's like peel-offs okay yeah they don't buy it (laughs) a lot uh, like a bunch of people bought it but i just thought it was so so dodgy and do you know that when you go on a cruise they take your passport Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, they take your they they can hold your passport and then so now they have your passport like you're holding your return passport and you're held captive in this theater for like solid two hours and there's nothing you can do. You know that the boat has docked in Singapore, but now you're just waiting to get off and they're selling you Wait, so peel off tickets. When you dock at your destination, so I guess you, for you it's um, KL, right? Yeah. Do they give? How do you go into KL? Give you back. No, so so because the KL port is kind of far from KL, so it's Port Klang. Right. They make you buy a shuttle ticket into KL. You have no option to call a Grab or whatever yourself. Right. No. Yeah. No. Well, basically, I meant in terms of your passport. Oh, they right. just pass it. I I actually don't know. My parents did it. I didn't. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, Genting Dream. More like genting. <laughs> no, but I think um a big chunk of people that actually got cruise tickets for free because they're like high rollers. I guess December is like a low period for them also maybe because a lot of people are going on like actual holidays. No, but December was like the most expensive period for cruise really? tickets. Really yeah. Do but kids go on cruises? I don't know. A whole bunch of kids were on the cruise, but really? I think very unfortunately, this was the only period of time like everyone could coordinate. Right. Yeah. Okay. So would you go on another cruise? Is it no more cruises for Teddy? N- uh, no more genting dream for <laughs> Teddy, but I would like to go on the Royal Caribbean um sometime this year. Right. <laughs> like just for like a weekend or something, but like I think Royal Caribbean doesn't have like three-day cruises they only have two-day cruises so i think it would be fine like i think a longer cruise would be fine if i could work on the boat but boat wi-fi is like insanely expensive and really really slow i'm sure i'm sure there's longer caribbean cruises because don't they go to like europe and stuff yeah no so there are royal caribbean cruises that are like 14 day one month and there's also like multi-month cruises which i think is insane Uh, but I don't think I. Th- I think we try the four day one first, lah. See whether you like. <laughs> I guess four day would be to like Penang. Gamble. Or <laughs> <laughs> um and and if we do it, it's actually really quiet. So I could bring the whole setup and record on there. I could record a cruise related case on the cruise. Ooh. <laughs> but then you well, you could only publish it when you. Oh yeah, that. yeah, because the Wi-Fi is so expensive and slow. Like, can I tell you that the Wi-Fi for four devices for three days, and it wasn't actually a full three days, it's basically two and a half days, so if you can't count like the embarkation and disembarkation. You don't guess, guess how much it is for four devices. For four devices for three days. Yes, four devices for three days. Um sixty bucks. 
No. 120. Oh, double. No, and this wasn't even the premium. This was the Wi-Fi that I couldn't open Telegram on. It was the WhatsApp-only Wi-Fi. I suppose it's difficult to get any connection. I wonder how they do it. It's like a satellite. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, because for a while, I was like, actually, if we stopped rendering and we just worked remotely from a cruise, it might actually be cheaper. Because you don't count in living expenses and electricity because the cruise is all in. But isn't, like, each night already, like, a few hundred dollars? (laughs) Um, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Alright, so that's everything that I've been up to that nobody <laughs> asked for. Yes. Well, you, you also had Christmas and yeah. New Year's and all the festivities. Yes, so we're scheduling for another year of posting. I have been really, really bad about housekeeping. I also want to have more guests on the show, but it's just really hard to schedule stuff. I'm also going through Instagram, through all of your recommendations from last year and seeing where it fits in. And I'm really very grateful to everybody who posted me on your Spotify wrapped, but I wasn't able to repost because I was either being haunted in a villa in (laughs) Jiangu or on a cruise. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we will have an episode for you next week. Thank you for being on this mini soak catch-up, Ruben. Thanks for having me, Teddy. I guess you could call it a, a life update. <laughs> life update. No, I'm going to title this, I think, Teddy visits... Teddy, Teddy stumbles upon... Teddy is haunted in a villa in Bali. The haunted, <laughs> the haunted villa in Bali with Teddy. Something like that. <laughs> and do join us next week for... Another briefcase. Is this a briefcase? An actual briefcase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.